Hello everybody, welcome to the SA Pro Wrestling Nerds Podcast and yes, this is another name change, we're going to stop doing these now, but if you are listening for the first time, my name is KG Animo and myself and my co-host Eugene really hope you stick around because in this episode we'll be recapping what has been an incredible week, week and a half in professional wrestling as WWE and AEW brought us some very interesting content to look at and dissect. Uh, Let's not waste any time. Without further ado, let's get into it. Okay, so let's, let's, let's just get right into this massive massive uh week that has just gone past and you know it's hot it's 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 kind of hard to to go back and and reflect on this week because i'm so excited for the royal rumble i'm just i'm just so excited at this point i'm over the moon for the rumble yeah i always am always bro that's just the rumble has that special feeling it it really does where it's like you know, even though WWE has been crap over the past year, the Royal Rumble is always going to get you excited. Um, yeah, no matter what. Yeah, and let's let's just start with with this massive news that came. And I'm not even sure if this is the, the before we go into Monday Night Raw. I just want to start with this. Uh, I'm not even sure if this is true, but apparently WWE have signed some sort of deal. Guess which? Guess with which platform? Like, I guess if you, if you, if WWE were to sign a deal, like a streaming deal or a content deal, guess which platform they would sign with. Just guess. Is it controversial? I wouldn't say controversial, but definitely weird. Like, uh, maybe Netflix. Yeah, Imagine uh, WWE on Netflix. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. But it's not Netflix though, right? It's not Netflix. No, it's not Netflix. Is it big? Yeah, it's pretty big. Ah, uh, you're going blank here. Okay, uh... it's, it, it's not it's not Netflix, it's not YouTube. Um it's 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 just weird. Uh is it is it a popular one? Yeah, very popular. Let let me give you the clue. It's it's based it's for kids. It's a it's a massive kids platform. Kids platform. Jays. <laughs> Don't just be colloquial. Close. Close. What? With Disney. Yeah. <laughs> what? WWE are working. With, I'm gonna work with Disney. Dude, I. I saw the tweet, and then I clicked on the link, and I read the article, not the article, like, the post, and I was like, what is going on here? Wait, so, are they working with Disney now? <laughs> Dude, I don't even know anymore what's going on with that company. Why? What's happening? Why? You, know, you know, it's weird. I think in, like, in 2021, there were rumors that WWE wanted, that Vince McMahon was going to sell WWE to Disney. Like, there were legit rumors, people saying, you know, Disney's going to own WWE. And I was like, nah, that can't be. But now I'm not so sure. 
Yeah, now that they working in tandem. Now that's so weird. Out of all the companies, bro. So now when you see WWE, you're going to see Disney. Yeah. Someone posted a, a, a picture. And I was like, and, and they meant it as a joke. But it's like, one of these days we're going to see Mickey Mouse versus Ricochet on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> and then I know they meant it as a joke. But would can you could you rule them out, dude? You imagine just Vince McMahon saying, "Ah, Ricochet, you you you're gonna be on Monday Night Raw in the main event against a big star," and and like just imagine Ricochet standing in the ring, waiting for for his opponent, and the next thing the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse theme song plays, and, and this massive massive cartoon character walks out, bro. Wrestler that happens to me, yo. I'm sorry, I'm leaving. I'm leaving, dude. I this is this is ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> let's let's get into Monday Night Raw. Uh, so Monday Night Raw, Damn. we have some we have quite a few segments of Monday Night Raw to talk about. Uh, but the first thing, uh, Veer is still not here. Yeah, that's weird. Why, why it's taking so long? He's still Are not they here. Packaging him and repackaging him. It seems like that's what they're doing, you know? You might actually get released before he debuts. Like, that would be messed up. That's what I was thinking, Tom. Like, is this guy ever going to come on TV? Oh, man. He might be He might be released before he even debuts. Because, you know, WWE win the releases. Um, Yeah, he still hasn't showed up. And yeah, it's kind of it's kind of annoying now. Like, Im- like so he might just debut at the Rumble. Just imagine if he debuts at the Royal Rumble. Nah, I'm not. Nah, I don't. I wouldn't be a fan of that. You get a I, you no, you get I, a massive reaction because it's like, oh man, you're that, here, finally. Yeah, but it's but yeah, but remember, it's not the first time we introduced him, so it's not going to be like a huge pop. Yeah. Okay. Maybe not. But it's like, gonna be like, it's going to be like, oh, you finally here. What took so long? You know what the thing is, right? I get this feeling that fans are waiting for him. And it's it's like, are you really waiting for him or are you just you just trolling? Because it's like, I, I see tweets online. It's like, oh, I can't wait for Veer to show up. Like, Veer needs to show up at the Rumble. Like, as soon as he debuts, you're going to forget about him the next week. Exactly. So it wouldn't be smart for WWE to make let him do his singles debut in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, it it just isn't. Unless he wins it, unless he wins it. Yeah, but it, that's that's unlikely. Yeah, I like come on, like Mickey Mouse has a better chance of winning the Rumble than Veer. <laughs> like, let's be honest. <laughs> Yo, take a shot. <laughs> what? It's true. Right? It it's true. I mean, he is the face of Disney, isn't he? Like, if you think of Disney, and you you think of characters that have made Disney what it is you think of mickey mouse mickey and Minnie mouse you think of that whole that whole family right so yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> anyway um so let's let's move on to this we start the show off with the wwe championship weigh-in the most pointless weigh-in yeah. of all time i agree because so out comes Bobby Lashley and he's dressed, you know, he's dressed like an athlete. He's here to weigh in to show the fans that his body is built like a statue. 
He's built like he's... He, he literally looks like he's been sculpted out of... Yeah. He literally looks like he's been sculpted out of granite or whatever. And, you know, he's ready. He's serious. You know, MVP standing there looking all good in his suit. And I'm like, yeah, let's get excited. We're going to see a proper way in. And then out comes Brock Lesnar in a cowboy hat with a jacket and some boots and jeans. And I'm like, this guy is not taking this seriously. Immediately when he walked out, I was like, this guy is not taking anything seriously. Yeah. Did you see it? Did you see his ponytail? I saw the, oh my goodness. A braided ponytail. A braided ponytail. This man, I like uh, he's having fun right now. He he's on you know when Roman Reigns said he's on God mode? Like this yeah. this is this is Brock Lesnar right now is in GTA just driving around. He's completed all the missions, he's he's accomplished everything. He's bro, he's he's just in free mode right now. He's <laughs> right, about to enter his who knows how many if main event WrestleMania main event? This dude, he's just on, he's on free mode right now. He's like, like there's nothing left for him to accomplish. He's just running around collecting a paycheck, but he's having fun for the first time. Yeah. He's for having fun, time, yeah. yeah. And so anyway, uh, Lesnar steps into the ring, and Corey Graves immediately goes, uh, "Mr. Lesnar, that's uh, at the, uh he's like." I don't remember what he's something along the lines of, yeah, I think you're a bit overdressed for for a weigh-in. Yeah, then what Brock Lesnar said next. Like, man's got some jokes. Man's got some jokes. Lesnar's like, Mr. Graves, would you like me to would you like me to get naked for you? And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Calm down. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, calm down, Brock. No, 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 no. Right? And like He's almost embarrassed. Graves is like, what on earth is this guy saying? Like, oh my goodness. Some of this stuff is weird. So, uh, <laughs> mad. And so they carry on with this weigh-in. Lashley goes on first as the challenger. And his weight was 273 pounds. Yeah, which is big. He's huge. And MVP's like, yeah, 273 pounds of, and I quote, almighty killing machine, right? That is a specimen like no other and closer to God than a man. Yeah. And I'm like, this dude looks mad. This guy, man, this guy looks heavy. He's he's, he's heavy, but he's they like, showed, he's yeah, explosive. The way in, they show like... An exclusive of Brock training. Did you check that? I out? saw it. Was it Brock or Lashley? It was Lashley training. That's why it was Lashley. Was Lashley? Lashley was training, and he's getting ready. And it's like, man, this is the best Bobby Lashley we've ever seen. And but man, ridiculous. How much did Brock weigh? So Brock gets on the on the scale next. And like Lesnar is Lesnar literally just takes off his hat and goes on the scale. This guy's wearing boots and jeans and a flannel and like a little flannel uh sweater or, or jersey. And he's weigh and he weighs two hundred and eighty six pounds. Right? Let's just be Do honest you think here. He weighs less without it? Let, let's just be honest here, right? 
Lesnar, right? Because when I look at Brock Lesnar and I look at Bobby Lashley, there is no way Lesnar weighs more than Lashley. Like when I look at the two of them, I've seen Brock Lesnar and I've seen, there's no way. It's not possible. It shouldn't be. There's no way Lashley, Lesnar weighs more than Lashley, even with the clothes. You think so? You really think so? I mean, Brock is a big dude, man. Brock is big, Brock but is big look at La- look at Lashley. Have you seen Lashley? Lashley's all muscle, bro. Okay. All muscle. Okay, fine. But um, anyway, I I don't know, man. So anyway, uh, Lesnar gets on the scale, and he gets off the scale, and then he literally, and like Lashley's like, you're just you're just being a fool, man. I'm going to beat you. You're just being a fool. This is going to be the shortest title reign of your career, blah, blah, blah. And then, um, you know, and then, you know, Lesnar just continues to, to, to embarrass Lashley. And he's like, you're going to win, Lashley. And you're going to be the reigning WWE heavyweight champion of the world. You're going to beat me in the headlock. And then they're going to, and then they're, and then here, and then they're going to announce the winner. The winner and new WWE champion. Bobby, who? And I'm, I'm not like, gonna lie, that was dead. That was burned. And it's like, which does not like, cause like, who doesn't know Bobby Lashley? Like, if you're a wrestling fan, you know Bobby Lashley. And yeah, and I also feel like it was like it didn't hit the full like the first time he said it last week. Now it hit. Yeah, it hit. like last week he the said it, and the crowd around. popped. And this week it's like, yeah. oh man. Like, why did you say that? Like, just leave it there. Come on, leave it there. Uh, Lesnar, I like this Lesnar. I'm gonna be honest. This Lesnar is fun to watch, right? Don't get me wrong. I, I don't get me wrong. I love and appreciate and admire heel. Don't give a damn. Only here once a month, Brock Lesnar. I love that Brock Lesnar. I, I, I still do. But this Brock Lesnar, yeah, this Brock Lesnar is on TV every week. He's cutting promos by himself. He's making jokes. This Brock Lesnar is fun to watch. You know, he is. Yeah, I wonder what man. changed. You know, I wonder what changed. I don't know. I don't know. Um, that was, that was, that was lovely. And then Lesnar leaves. Lesnar, I I forgot to mention Paul Heyman was there too. <laughs> <laughs> like I legit yeah, forgot. Poor Heyman is Poor Heyman standing there, and he's not saying. Like he literally just introduced. He, he introduced Lesnar and didn't say a word afterwards. And I'm like, man. And that was it. You know how outspoken and popular and loud Paul Heyman is. For him to not say a word. For him to go nearly unnoticed. Just shows you the kind of personalities. Between MVP, Brock Lesnar, and Bobby Lashley. There is so much going there in that segment. That for Paul Heyman to stand there and not have to say anything. Because mm-hmm. usually... usually a new role for him. Yeah, because usually Heyman's doing all the talking. And he's hyping, doing all the hyping and all the talking. And for him to not... He's not say He, he legit doesn't say anything. He does not say anything from the time he walks out to the ring. He introduces Lesnar, and the 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 weigh-in segment ends, and Paul Heyman hasn't spoken since. 
Yeah, I think it was a decision that was made by Brock Lesnar that, yo, I want to do all the talking now. Yeah. I'm going to play the role of silent advocate and I'm going to do all the talking because it used to be the other way around. Old Brock Lesnar, like he'd like keep quiet, like he'll just stand there and Paul Heyman does all the talking, but now the roles have switched. Yeah, roles have definitely switched. Which makes sense, because if you're going to be a babyface, you can't not talk. Like, everyone talks about how heels are so much better on the mic than babyfaces. But, like, if you're a babyface, your job is to communicate with the crowd and, and get them on your side. And you can't do that if you can't. If you can't, you can't do that if you're not on the mic. So, this was fantastic. This was absolutely fantastic. Lesnar's having fun. But like you said, though. The way in was pointless. The way in was kind of pointless. I mean, we could have just had a face-to-face. But I, I get it because, you know, like, it's a big heavyweight match. Like, heavyweight stuff. Yeah. They did the same. They did the thing with... They did it with Cain Velasquez. You remember when Cain Velasquez was in the WWE? Yeah, and they, they yeah. had that 50-second match at Wrestle... At, at, I mean, that match sucked. But they did the way in as well. Saudi Arabia, yeah. yeah, in Saudi Arabia, they they also did the way in there as well, and it's like they, it's like you don't have to have a way in. Stop, stop, stop. This isn't bo- yeah, this isn't boxing. And it's like if you and and the thing is, you like everyone knows, or I think everyone should know, Lesnar's gonna be like I knew Lesnar was gonna be put at two. I knew Lesnar's gonna be built at two two eighty six. Like I just knew. But in my heart, I was like, there's no way he's heavier than Lashley. But I guess Lashley's all muscle. About that. Yeah, I, I get it. But, I mean, wow. You have to remember, Lashley is built, bro. Like you said, he's sculptured. Like, he's made out of granite. Looks like he's made out of granite. He's built. Brock has a better muscle, but he's not like Lesnar. Like, he's naturally big. Yeah. I, I, I guess you can say it that way. Um... Anyway, this match is going to be great. Uh, I'm still, I still don't know whether or not this will main event the Royal Rumble over Reigns versus Rollins, but this is going to be this. This looks to be an incredible match. Um, yeah, I'm like, I'm liking, yeah, if, I'm liking what I'm seeing so far. Uh, yeah, I'm with you as well. I'm not sure where this match is going to be because there's usually not two big matches like this on the same pay per view. No, there's always one that's always bigger than the other. Yeah, but now because these they're, they're two big matches, I don't know how it's going to play out. It's usually only at WrestleMania where there's big matches all all around, you know. Yeah, the thing is, like you, you know, you you said it just now. Like with WWE premium live events, that's what we, yeah, that's what we should call them nowadays. You usually know who's going to main event the show based like you just know who's main eventing the show. And so here, I, I really, I really don't know with the who, who's getting the main event spot, but it, it shouldn't matter. Right. It shouldn't matter because if you can't go for if you can't go on last, then you go on first. Those are the two best places. Right. To on any show, to be honest. Um, we're going to we're going to move on to to this part of the show i mean um another big match from monday night raw set for the royal rumble miz and maurice versus beth phoenix and edge a mixed tag team match and basically the miz and maurice were celebrating maurice's birthday on this raw and man like what did you think of the segment before before i say anything 
I think like it, it had its purpose, did what it needed to do. And that's just because, I mean, there was a reason why it was put last, right? It was put at the end of the show. Yeah. So I think it was for entertainment purposes. I always knew what was going to unfold because that's just how WWE is played out nowadays when it comes to celebrations like this. You know that someone's going to get beaten or some something's going to happen. So for me, it like it filled out its purpose. It did what it's supposed to do. Cause yeah. like last week, last week, uh, Beth got bit, got beat with a brick. Yeah. Right? So it was only right that it's it's their turn to get some, you know, revenge. to get some momentum. Yeah, to, to get to get some revenge. The Royal Rumble. So yeah, it's like it's kind of making Marie scare like you hit me with a brick last week now i'm gonna come whip your ass this week oh you barely escaped but the rumbles the following day you're mine i'm gonna get you there yeah like I'm... dude you you texted me this uh was it was it yesterday or, or, or the day before yeah, it was yesterday it's it like yesterday, I think. it's like beth phoenix is jacked and i was like really i'm gonna go have a look i, I i'm gonna go and watch yeah, these I'm gonna watch these 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 raw highlights, and I'm like, goodness me, because I I at first the 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 segment with with Mon, with the street prophets and the Mysterios and the Dirty Dolls showed up, and I looked at Dominic right, and then I saw, and then I went and I looked at this this Maurice Miz Edge segment. I'm like, like Beth Phoenix got bigger arms than Dominic Mysterio. She is jacked up. She is. She jumps every day. Some she, sure she jumps every day. Dude, this is not a woman you want to mess with, right? An angry Beth Phoenix. An angry Beth Phoenix. This is not good for Maurice or the Miz. Because she said she'll beat. She, she said she'll beat the Miz too, right? Because, I mean, it's just mad to think about it. She's she's in shape. She is in such good shape. She is re- she is ready to she's ready to tear Miz and Marisa apart, and man. When's the last time she was in the ring? I think it was the two thousand and twenty Royal Rumble. And I was match. at WrestleMania. Oh yeah, WrestleMania we're rest- for, for for the tag team. Yeah, for the tag team titles. Uh no 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 she With she Natalia. she wasn't a, yeah that was at WrestleMania thirty five if I'm correct. She wrestled in the Royal Rumble twenty in the twenty twenty Women's Royal Rumble. Remember where she she hit her head against the post and was bleeding everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the last time she was she she wrestled. Like I'm saying, man, I think Beth has another one good run, if not two. In the, you see, she's in shape. So she, she's yeah, in I shape. She's got a run in She could literally wrestle a full time schedule right now. Like she can just decide, I I I want to wrestle a full time schedule. Maybe win a couple of championships. You know, I'm not, I, I don't feel like I'm done yet. I wouldn't be surprised if she um, made a comeback, a full-time comeback. Speaking of comebacks, I, I wasn't going to add this. I literally found this out today. And it has been, it's, it's been circling around Twitter for the past 24 hours. Uh, guess who is most likely going to be making a return? Another female superstar. Former WWE superstar. Yeah, former women's champ, who apparently is back in training and is gonna be returning very soon. If 
if pro <laughs> if if Dave Meltzer is to be believed. Bailey. No. But I mean Bailey, we would I'd like great, to see that's Bailey. A great show, that's right? a great shout. That's show. a great shout. Yeah. Uh we'll we'll get we'll we'll get to Bailey later in this episode when we when we take when we take oh, a look at Smack. No. I'll give you two former more guesses. WWE. Yeah, former Raw Women's former Champion. WWE. Recently or back in the day? Recently. Like in the 2000s. Recently. Recently. Yeah. Oscar, Oscar. No, but Oscar needs to come back as well. I think she, she should she should come back soon. Okay. I have one more guess. Yeah. Uh women's champion. Yeah. Badass women's champion. Uh, uh, I'm gonna feel I'm gonna feel like an idiot if I can't guess this. Here's a clue. She recently gave birth to a child. She recently had a child. Had a baby. Oh, wait. Uh, the only one I know of was Lacey Evans, but that's not her. No, no, someone else. He recently had a child. Yeah. Damn, why am I doing on social media? <laughs> you got this, you got this. Uh, so recent WWE champion just had a child. She popular. Very. It's not Becky. No. Uh, no, I can't. Nothing's coming to mind. I'm going to hate myself. For, Wait, oh, did she, she leave? Did she leave? She left, yeah. And then? And then had a child. And now it looks as if she's coming back. WWE former women's champion. Former Raw women's champion, yeah. It's not Nia Jack. She's gone. No, Nia was released. Thanks, man. I'll give you another I'll clue. Just, just, yeah, okay, tell me. Yeah, she was me. in the women's WrestleMania main event. When? The only WrestleMania women's main event. Main event of WrestleMania? Yeah. Oh, shit! You lying. You lying. Yeah. I'm not oh. lying. I, I, the baddest woman on the planet. Yeah. Rousey, yeah. I, I read it I read it this morning. Apparently she's training. Apparently she's preparing to make a comeback. Um Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be nuts if she if she returns. Like if, literally if her song if, if her song plays and she walks out of the Royal Rumble, I'm gonna I am going to throw my dude I, I'm gonna lose it, bro. <laughs> it would be sick, would be sick. Yeah, crazy, 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 crazy. Um, yeah, that's going to be massive, dude. I, I'm looking, this Royal Rumble is going to be awesome. If you think about the stadium, if you think about the crowd that's expected, man, this is going to be awesome. Um, yeah, let's, we, 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 we got a little bit off track. We got a little bit off track. We we're talking about the, the mixed tag team storyline, the couple storyline. Um, uh, Edge, yeah, Edge, Edge is... Edge and Phoenix versus Miz and Maurice at the Royal Rumble. Edge and Mar- Edge and and Phoenix should win. Um, they should. Yeah, but, uh, but th- are there's gonna be underhand ways that best believe that. Yeah, there's gonna be some underhanded Miz. tactics. Miz and Mar- Miz and Maurice are 
I mean, it wouldn't be a Miz and Maurice match. It wouldn't be a Miz match if if there weren't some underhanded tactics. But we're gonna see those two face those two tag teams, those two couples face off, and which should be a really good match. You got Edge, you got Beth Phoenix. Um, the Miz is decent, and you know Maurice. I I don't know about Maurice. She hasn't wrestled in a long time, so yeah, I just want to see what she's how she's gonna cope in the match. Yeah. Um. You know what's what's what I found really incredible? These women who give birth and are able to come back and are able to just wrestle. Like, think about how many female WWE stars have given birth in the last two years, right? Becky Lynch. Um, just not just maybe not in the last two years, but like so many of them who have given birth. Like, it's crazy how these women can give birth raise a child, and then come back and, and, and wrestle a full-time schedule. Look at Becky Lynch. Like, I know she's a heel right now, and, you know, she she's maybe not the most over person right now, but, like, this woman gave birth less than a year ago, and she's back at the top of the, at the top of women's wrestling. She's back at the top of the women's division in WWE. It's nuts. Speaking of Becky, what, uh, the next segment... Uh, Becky Lynch versus Dewdrop. Dewdrop. I loved this sec. For some odd reason, I loved it. I think it's because of the ending, where uh, obviously like they're talking each other down, and and Becky's saying, "Oh, I'm gonna beat you," and blah 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 blah. And Dewdrop is just like, "I'm gonna squ- I'm gonna beat the crap out of you." And then you know what? That's it. Yeah. Mike's off. I'm coming up to you. Becky like, "Oh, you're running away." Are you running away, huh? Run away, run away. And literally, she just, Dewdrop walks in and just smashes her. And, yeah, this should be a really good women's match. Um, and when I, yeah, when, when Dewdrop won the Fatal 4-Way, oh, no, 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 the triple third match, and she went, she was announced to go, go on to Becky, I was a bit surprised first because I didn't expect this match. I was thinking maybe Liv Morgan would run again. And they'd run it again, but I'm not complaining though. No, I'm not complaining either. Um, I'm I'm actually just really because obviously we know she's she's winning, right? There's no way Dewdrop's gonna win the title. Uh, like I Dewdrop's Dewdrop's great, right? But there's no way she's she's winning this title. Uh, Becky's gonna walk into WrestleMania, and I'm actually for the first time in like week in maybe months. I don't know who her challenger is. People are saying Bianca Belair. People are saying Oscar might return. I, I really don't know who who's gonna challenge her at WrestleMania. So this would be a this should be a really fun match to to you know bolt for Becky to bolt momentum and depends. I get, I... Yeah, yeah depends on the Royal Rumble winner as well, you know. Yeah, so this is this should be a really good Royal Rumble. Um match women's match and Vince she refers to herself as <laughs> this nickname bro making me laugh every time she says this Van Goat. Yeah the Van Vincent Van Goat. Oh my goodness. Goat. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, it it is but it I I don't know man. Um let's move on to this weird 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 segment. We have RK Bro versus the Alpha Academy 
in a in an academic challenge someone please explain to me why why on earth would you put randy orton in a spelling bee i think it's something new for randy orton that's how i'm seeing it you know oh my like a but spelling never, bee. never in a thousand years would you expect randy orton to be in this position no but he has to spell out words he's spelling out words and he, he actually he actually almost misspelled dumbbell because they asked him to spell dumbbell and he he almost missed that second b no, i don't think he did i think they know because you know they check they check yeah so um I, this was just weird i don't know what I, else to I'm, say i mean if nick next week we have randy Orton on the scooter versus otis imagine that man Orton at this I point. Think this segment was just, I think this segment, this this whole academic challenge thing, is just basically built for Riddle, you know, for obvious reasons. And yeah. Gable as well. I think at, at some point, Orton's going to get pissed off with Riddle. Like, you're putting me in spelling bees. Uh, you know, just, what what is this now? You're putting me in these stupid academic challenges. And you're making me do things that I don't do. Like, I'm I'm Randy Orton. I don't do spelling bees. I don't do stupid academic challenges. You know, I'm Randy. I'm a 15-time world champion. I shouldn't be doing this crap. And I think that's where the story is yeah. headed. And, like, we might even see a, a, a feud. Well, we're going to see a feud. Because Randy Orton turns on all of his partners, if we're being honest. It's just a question of when. Exactly. That's what he's saying. Exactly. Shout out to Chad Gable, though, you know. Yeah. He's, he's, he's doing his thing. And he's making his gimmick work for him. That I, I can at least applaud that. Yeah, the, the, he's like, don't boo education. Don't boo, yeah. Stop booing education. <laughs> like 4.0 GPA. You keep not mentioning that. You know what's crazy? In real life, Gable and Otis would be the baby faces. And in... In, in real life, Orton and Riddle would be the heels. Because if you think about it, WWE caters to kids. And if you're a kid watching this, right? If you're a parent, right? If you're a parent watching this, you're thinking, the guys that are encouraging me to have education, they're talking about education and graduation. I like these guys, right? And then when, yeah. you, when you look at Riddle, if you're a parent of a five or a six-year-old, you look at Riddle and you're like, I don't want my kid to be like that. Even though Riddle is cool, yeah. the guy just smokes weed and stuff, and he's always just talking stupid stuff. If you're a parent watching Raw, you would you would be on the side of the Alpha Academy. Yeah, definitely. So, I I think it's it's kind of weird how the dynamics change in and out of kayfabe, where it's like, this is this is not like it's 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 cool to be on Riddle's side. In WWE in wrestling, and it's bad to you know to be on the educational side of things. Yeah, you're not you're not watching wrestling to learn. You just want to see people beat each other up. You want to enjoy it. Exactly. So, so what's clear? What's clear today is that they're not gonna have a match at the Royal Rumble, like you've been saying. No, I I, I don't think there's gonna be a match at the Royal Rumble. Uh, cause I think, I think 
there's because I think Riddle's in the Rumble, so Riddle's in the Royal Rumble match. I think is he? I'm not. I'm not even sure who's been announced for the Royal Rumble match. I know a few, but I'm not exactly sure who's going to be in this match. Um, so I think, yeah. All I know is it's going to come down to a feud between Randy Orton and Riddle. Possibly, yeah, yeah. That's the likely outcome. That's the the very very likely outcome. Um, and speaking of speaking of feud, Aria Ripley and Nikki Ash. Yeah, ASV actually, because she ain't a superhero. ASV. She's a super villain, acting like a superhero. I think she's playing the role of a delusional superhero. Yes, she thinks. She thinks what she does is good, but she it isn't. I think that's the role. That's what we're supposed to get. Yeah. And I'm disappointed we haven't seen that gimmick change. I thought we would see the gimmick. I, 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 like, if, if Nikki A.S.H. just went back to Nikki Cross and came out with that crazy spooky music and ran around trying to beat people up again, I would be happy. I'll be fine. You don't need to explain it to me. Just, just do it. Just give her that sanity entrance music let her run to the ring let her just do whatever crazy nikki used to do don't explain it don't tell me don't give me any backstory just do it i wouldn't mind i wouldn't mind this is one of the few times in wrestling where i don't mind a story being cut short or a gimmick being thrown away without any real explanation just do it yeah, but I think it has to happen smoothly, though. The transition has to happen smoothly. I really don't care. I just want to see Crazy Nikki. <laughs> I legit, I just want to see Crazy Nikki beating the crap out of people. I don't think, I don't think we are going to see that. I think they're going to stick with what she's doing now. Oh man. Because I think they can't have two crazy people because they already have Alexa Bliss, so they can't. Yeah, Alexa Bliss is, and same thing with Alexa Bliss. Like if she just walks out next week on Raw. You know, with that old theme song, with the Harley Quinn type, you know, you know, okay, she she always dresses like Harley Quinn for some reason. But if she came out as the goddess with that old theme music, with the, you know, the old sort of character, like, I wouldn't mind. Just yeah, drop the gimmick. But that, that would make much more sense than Nikki just all of a sudden going back to the way she was because... Alexa Bliss is busy with therapy right now, so it would, that's a smooth transition, you know? Yeah. That's smooth. I, I actually read a no, tweet. Oh, sorry, you were saying? No, no, continue. I was like, I read a tweet <laughs> earlier this week, and it was someone who said, you know, um, you remember that, that doctor who was, that therapist who was um, having sessions with Daniel Bryan and Kane? I forgot his name. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, funny. I think yeah. doc. I think his name is Doctor. I, I forgot. I f if any one of you listening knows who that doctor's name is, um, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Like I, I read. Uh, I think it's Doctor Samson or something. Uh, he would have got. He would have gotten Alexa Bliss. He would have fixed Alexa Bliss already. This this therapist is is not doing his job. They're like. <laughs> They, maybe, maybe. they they need to get they need to get um that doctor back that that therapist would have fixed he would have fixed Alexa Bliss already. I think Kane and Daniel Bryan broke him, man. They broke him. Yeah, but they got they they became friends. 
they they Dr. Shelby, that's his name. I Dr. Shelby would have fixed Alexa Bliss already. Maybe, maybe. Would have been fun to see. Yeah. Dr. Shelby would have fixed would have fixed Alexa Bliss already. Let's just be honest. Um but anyway, we're gonna see how this 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 uh baby face or character change happens, right? Because we want long term storytelling. That's what that's what wrestling fans cry about. We want long term stories. So let's just see how this works out. Hopefully for the best. Hopefully for the best. On both the side of Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss. Um and then we're gonna move on to this really, really good match. Oh man, I love oh, yeah, 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 this yeah. match. We you had. Know, I wasn't expecting. I know what match you're talking about. I wasn't expecting this match to be that good, or even be that long. They they gave them time. This is one of the few. This is like if you put two really great wrestlers. I mean, like AJ Styles. We know AJ Styles. He's one of the greatest of all. He's one of the greatest of this generation. He's fantastic. He's phenomenal. Pun intended. But Austin Theory is not that bad. Austin Theory is really good. Like he, he's he's great. He's a blue chip. Yeah, he's a blue chip, and like, they had a really good match. They gave them time. They gave these guys time to go and have a wrestling match, and they 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 killed it. That was awesome. Yeah, they killed it. They killed it. Uh, and man, there was AJ. There was AJ putting over. Uh, Austin. Yeah, AJ. AJ got the win, but everyone like we could all see, and it was so clear that AJ Styles was get was giving Austin Theory the rub there. Same thing. Yeah. Same thing he's doing with Grayson Wall. I love how AJ's just going around putting over these young guys, and and you know that that's just I love I love this AJ, right? But at some point he needs to be in the title picture again. He can't, he can't. I think it will soon, you know. Yeah. I think it will. Have him win the Rumble, if 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 you dare. I mean, he made his debut in the Rumble, so. Five years I think ago. It's maybe, yeah, maybe it's time for him to win it. I don't know. There's just so many other people that could win it. Biggie can take it. Kevin Owens. Ah. Oh. Damien Priest. Damien Priest. Maybe, maybe, maybe Damien Priest as well. Uh, But I, I feel like the top two. Uh, uh, Owens and Biggie, um, yeah, I. McIntyre is a good That's shot as funny. well. Don't don't forget about McIntyre. Um, who says you if can't? He comes back, yeah. Yeah, when he comes. Oh yeah, I know. I don't think he's. He, I don't think he'll be back. He hasn't. He's not. He's not in the Rumble this year. He's not anywhere near. Uh, I think he's still recovering. Uh, but there's just a, a few names that I think would deserve the deserve the Rumble just above. Um, well, not deserve, but like who are there's just a better chance of Big E taking this the Rumble this year, uh, over AJ Styles. But you never know, right? You never really know. Yes, that is true. You never really do know. Yeah. So, I, again, like this Rumble is heating up. We got some really good names in here, but AJ Styles needs a Rumble win and a title run, a, a solid, solid title run before he can hang up the boots and say that's enough yep I agree and so we we arrive at the final segment or at least the final segment uh, for Monday Night Raw on this episode 
we had Ray and Dominic Mysterio versus the Street Profits in a in a very good in a very decent tag team match. And yeah, again, again, Floyd, what that guy? I'm sorry, I keep messing up his name. Montez. Uh, yeah, Montez. Sorry, yeah, that guy again is ridiculous in the air, man. I mean. Like this match was good, and Ray and Dominic did the you know usual good stuff, and 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 you know Mysterio the Mysterios won, but then bro, that Superman pose is all I'm gonna remember. Yeah, me too. That that's the only thing I'm remembering for this ma- from this match. It's like yeah, that's what I'm taking away from it. Yeah, I mean, uh, there was another moment where so the match is over, right, and. The uh, the mysterious are in the ring, and Dominic is like, "I'm gonna take revenge for last week. I'm gonna dump my father over the top rope." And as he dumps Ray, Ray counters, and he and Dominic ends up on the floor. Yeah, Ray's like, "You gotta get out quick to get me." Son. And and Ray is like, "Come on, kid. You're better than this, <laughs> right?" And then and then as as Ray's standing in the ring. Montez is like, well, let me get you out now. Now he dumps Ray over the top rope. And and both now both Mysterios are on the floor. <laughs> and as Montez is celebrating, Dawkins is like, sorry, bro. Dawkins takes his head and throws him over the top rope. Now Dawkins is the one smiling in the ring. He's like, it's every man for himself, man. Yeah, that's the that's what the Royal Rumble match is all about. You gotta be for yourself. There are no tag teams in the Royal Rumble. And then he got dumped over by the Dirty Dogs. Yeah, and then the, the Dirty Dogs show up and they dump him over the top rope. And now the Dirty you know, Dogs... I thought, yeah, because I thought then one of the Dirty Dogs is going to do something to someone. Either Dogs was going to throw Robert Roode over Robert Roode was going to nah. throw off because... That's what the pattern was between the Mysterios and the Street Profits. Yeah, no, nah, I think I think they're, they're saving that one for the match itself. I think in the I think in the Royal Rumble tonight, uh, in the men's match, I think one of the Dirty Dogs is, is getting tossed over by the other. Yeah, can't wait to see who. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be really. It's gonna be really possibilities. Exactly. It's gonna be really, really great to see who exactly tosses out who. But yeah, the things just got interesting. They really just got interesting. Um I think I think we're gonna wrap this up for Monday Night Raw. Is there anything else worth mentioning on, on Monday Night Raw that happened on Monday? Because I, I think we've we've been through everything. We we can move on to NXT. Yeah, nothing's coming to mind at the moment, so we can move on to the next brand. Yeah, NX what? The next brand. The next brand. I thought you meant. I thought you said NX brand. No, the next brand. Yeah. So we have NXT on a Tuesday. NXT two and. Man, some so not no not the most entertaining episode of NXT, but still still you know it's, it's an NXT episode. We have like the the thing I want to talk about here. Um, did you see the the match between Solo Sikoa and Boa? 
match. They Fine. they tore each other apart. I was almost gonna say it was the best. Like for me, it's tied. It like for the best match of the week, right? There's so much good wrestling. I think it's it's maybe at number five for the best match of this week. Number five. There are so many good matches, dude. We haven't talked about we haven't talked about the A some the, the matches on AEW. Or well one one particular match on AEW that was very good. Um and okay. so Okay. When we're done with covering all of them, then we'll revisit these matches and see which one is the number one fight of the week then. Cool. We'll we'll come back and revisit those. So Solo Sukua versus Boa was really great. And then um Tony D'Angelo versus Cameron Grimes was a really good match. I think this was for the number one contendership to Carmelo Hayes' North American title. Yeah, the A champion. The A champ, that's right. And yeah, I mean, this was a really good match. I really, I'm really liking Tony D. Yeah. I, I like Tony D, especially when he calls P, uh, P Dunn Petey Poppins. Yeah, I mean, Petey Poppins got his revenge. Yeah, Petey Poppins did get his revenge, but like, I mean, this match was really, it was, it was decent. Um, Cameron Grimes looks good. He's athletic. He's agile. He's great. And then, I like, I like the little. I was about to say, I like the little platform that they have. You know where, like that where where Carmelo and and Trick were standing. Where it's like. Because usually on Monday Night Raw, it's like if the champion is coming out to scout his competition or his challenges, he'll usually sit on the commentary desk. He'll usually do commentary. But like on NXT, they have that elevated platform where you just stand and you watch the competition. That's really cool. They should do that on. They should do that for the main roster. Yeah, but where? Because remember, they're doing it in arenas and NXT 2.0 is has like a built-in where they yeah. doing it at a specific place. Yeah. And it's difficult for that to happen. I don't know though. It would be cool. If WWE, WWE is the company that can make this stuff happen. I don't know how, but they can definitely make it happen. Um yeah, so it looks like it looks like we're gonna see Cameron Grimes versus Carmelo Hayes for the NXT North American That's Championship. Vengeance. Yeah, it's, it's Vengeance back. Day. Vengeance Day is back. February fifteenth, right? Yeah. So. Yes, it is. Yeah, it and looks it's like. The, it's the weekend of it's the weekend of the elimination chamber. Yes. So that would be. Let Let me just check here. Just to make sure we're not giving I'm people very, false information. I'm very confident it's that weekend. Yeah, it's on Valentine's Day, so. Um, so ladies, your man's not with you. I'm sorry. Yeah, ladies, if you're if you're if your man's a wrestling fan, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, you're you're He's not gonna. gonna... Watch go men <laughs> and go women whoop each other's ass. Exactly, you know, and and you know, part you know, I always sometimes like I'm so happy that I'm single, cause I get to watch wrestling and nobody's gonna tell me. No, you should be spending the day with me. Like, no, I'm gonna watch wrestling, and I'm fine with that. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Freedom. It's called freedom. Exactly, exactly, man. 
But anyway, we got this match. So actually, the elimination chamber is happening in Saudi Arabia on the nineteenth. So it's not the week. It's not the week. Yeah, I, 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 I knew that there was some changes to to the to the elimination chamber pay per view. It's happening in Saudi Arabia, and yeah, on the nineteenth of February, it'll it'll be a Saturday. So yeah, we got we got vengeance. We got a few matches for Vengeance Day set up. Um, let's let's talk about because uh, I only want to talk about one thing. If I'm being quite honest about NXT this this past Tuesday, uh, Braun Breaker, Braun Breaker. Maybe one word, but he definitely isn't scared of Legado del Fantasma. He was like. Bring it on, bring it on, and you know Legado are smart. Right? They're really smart because they waited for him to be alone. They waited for him to to let his guard down and be a little bit vulnerable as he was walking out of the arena. They showed up in this big black van. They got out and they which were like, kind of, yeah. "Which is funny because that's how that's, that's how Legado started. That's how yeah, that's how Legado yeah. started because like uh, Mendoza got kidnapped and then." Uh, Wild, Joaquin Wild got kidnapped, and it's like, who's yeah. kidnapping these guys? And it turns out it was Santos Escobar. Yeah, so it's kind of full circle stuff. Full circle. But then, just as Legado thought they had the champion where they wanted him, guess who shows up? The former NXT champion. Tommaso Ciampa shows up. And immediately, immediately when the when the camera pans over to Champa, you can hear a voice going, "No, no, no, get in the car!" I, I, you can hear. I think it's Electra Lopez. She's break. She's she's like, "Boys, come back in the car. This ain't gonna work. I don't care if it's three or, or yeah. on two. This is not gonna work." Because they had the advantage. It was still no, no, three no. on two. Yeah, it was. But they're not gonna take their chances with the former, with the former and the and the current NXT champion. Exactly. Don't take no so liberties. Looks with... like we are going to. Look like we're going to have Santo Escobar versus Braun Breaker down the line. Yeah, probably at Vengeance, I think. So we might have a, a tag team match or like a tag team, yeah, a tag team match on one on maybe the next ep- episode of NXT. And then it looks like we're gonna see that that title match at Vengeance. Uh, is it Vengeance or Vengeance Day? I think it's Vengeance Day. So. Oh, we know that Vengeance is in the name. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 all we can tell you right now. So looking really good. Um. What did you think of the promo that they cut? I yeah, I mean, I thought it was great. Um. The family aspect, the, yeah. Yeah. I mean, making it personal. Yeah, making it very, very personal, and I mean, when you're when you're a second generation superstar, it's you're gonna get to a point where everyone targets you because of your family, right? Charlotte Flair experiences it. The Usos experiences experience it, uh, experienced it. Roman Reigns experienced it, which we'll get to. Um, When you're a second generation superstar. Like whether kayfabe or, or or like in real life, you get some people in the business that are gonna look at you and and you know think you get handed everything. 
that's how Santos feels about Bomb Breaker now. Which is crazy because Santos is maybe is, is a third, I think even a fourth generation superstar. And like his family, he's from a rich wrestling background, if I if I'm not mistaken. So that's it's kind of ironic that he's he's, you know, saying all this stuff. But like yeah, that's that's the narrative that NXT are going with. And I think we should see we're gonna see a really good a really good match. Braun Breaker is 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 great. Santos Escobar is talented. Like this dude can go. Um yeah. so former cruiserweight champion, and now he's stepping up to to the big title, the big NXT title. And I, I do I don't think he'll win it though, but he should give Braun Breaker a very it's, decent it's gonna be it's Braun's first big challenge after yeah. Tommaso. Yeah, it's his, yeah. And you know what they say, right? That keeping the title is is a lot more difficult than winning it, right? So Yeah, I'd I'd always if I were to choose if I were to have the title or be the chaser, I'd always want to be the chaser because there's a lot more that I can do. Yeah, but you can't chase forever. Yeah, but you can chase from many angles, you know. Yeah, but you can't you know, chase you forever. Have a lot to work with. Yeah. At some point you're gonna get you're gonna get tired of Yeah, at some point you're gonna get tired of chasing. Then when you get tired of chasing, that's time for character change, you know? Exactly. Um I think yeah, this match this match should be very good. And I mean, that's all I can think about from this NXT. That's all that, that really interested me this past NXT. Um, uh, yeah, uh, we can touch on other parts that we, that, that we saw in NXT, like uh, Io Shirai competing. Yeah, I mean... Like, it annoys me seeing her compete. Still in NXT, man. Noise me till this day. She has to be in the Rumble. Like, she's one of those that... Like, we've seen her on the main roster already. She was part of the NXT Women's Survivor Series team back in 2019. Uh, she's had a... She, you know, she, she's had a match with Sasha Banks. Exactly. So it's like, she's one that should have been on the main roster, like, last year. But, like, she's one of my favorite wrestlers. Like, one of my favorite women's wrestlers of all time. She's fantastic. Me too. I mean, she's crazy. I mean, no one... Like, who else does... Uh, who else does a, a frog splash off the top of a cage with a garbage can over their head? Like, that's just ridiculous. Um, yeah, that was an NXT moment. Yeah. So, it's... It, I hope... I, I, I enjoy... Just I imagine... Enjoy when she starts... Okay? Just imagine the pop she's gonna get. If she enters... If she's in the Royal Rumble match. Just imagine... It should be... Like, like to us, it should be a big pop, but will it be though? I think I think a large majority of the main roster audience knows Io Shirai. Like, you're not a wrestling fan if you don't know Io Shirai. I'm sorry, I don't usually like to say stuff like this, but if you don't know Io Shirai, really, are you a wrestling fan? I think a large percentage, maybe not all of them, but like like ninety percent of the wrestling audience knows Io Shirai. And if she is at the if she shows up at the Royal Rumble, I think she'll get a pop, like a massive pop. Yeah, hopefully she does show up, you know. Yeah. Because like, I desperately need her to be on the main roster, like desperately. 
her and Oscar can have can 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 be a and team. Matches. Yeah. She can have match she can pull a great match out of anyone. Give her put her in the ring with Natalia. Put her in the ring with Bianca. Put her in the ring with Becky Lynch. Oh man, those feuds are just waiting to happen. Yeah, WWE needs to wake up. Yeah, we also what you could do with Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley. Now, now it's time to just, just put her in the ring with with a lot more of these main roster women. I think she'll she's gonna kill it. Yes, she cannot leave WWE without being on the main roster for a couple of years. No, she can't. We can't let her do that. I refuse. Absolutely. Um, I enjoy Neo when she starts like grunting in Japanese. <laughs> I love. Yeah. She, I mean. When she starts going. <laughs> she's crazy. That's her character. She's crazy. She's, she's, she has this rock star like energy and her entrance is like, she's got the best entrance in NXT. There I said it. Like, yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, no, I agree with you. the I theme, agree with you. especially when Poppy performs that theme or when she does the, her, her entrance with Poppy. It's like I'm not a metal rock fan, but even I get pumped up and like, yo, this is great. Um, just imagine that entrance in front of a Royal Rumble crowd. Just saying. It's crazy, crazy. But anyway. Um. So, uh, I didn't know that uh Andre Chase had a tag team with that guy, his student, you know. So that was a very to me. Yeah, I I had no idea about that either, dude. I so I didn't I don't know much about Andre Chase, but his gimmick is 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 one that like if you play you need to play it right. That that you need to the, the thing with his gimmick, right, is you are one mistake away from I mean, right now it's it's a comedy thing, right? He's it it's meant to get it's meant to get laughs. It's meant to, you know, it's not it's 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 he's not someone you, you should really be taking seriously. But if you if you make some tweaks to it, you can really really just take him to the to a different level. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just imagine him and the Alpha Academy on Raw. That's what I've been thinking. The Alpha Academy versus Andre Chase, man. That would be some good team. Yeah, Chase University, Otis, you know, four po- what GPA, what four point Otis or something. That's what it's called. Yeah, yeah it's four point Otis. Yeah, I mean, just imagine that combination. Not even against each other. Just put them in a. Just add Andre Chase to the Alpha Academy. Like ones on Raw, the other ones on SmackDown. Enough to survive something like that. Oh man, I I I that like. Should be a rider, man. I like when. Should be a rider. Yeah, I like when your fantasy, when your fantasy booking break like starts to go, cause like, that's that's what we do as wrestling fans, just fantasy book everything. Yeah. Should be really good. We could all be writers at WWE according to ourselves. Yeah, it's like. I mean, we, we can do their jobs for them, bro. Yeah, well, did I mean, you know that? Uh, sorry to cut you off, but uh, GYV Grizzle Young Veterans. This is the fourth tournament in the season. Ugh, not in the season. Sorry, in a row. The fourth, a Dusty Cup the, tournament. Yeah, it's the third in a row. Dude, they and, and the they've lost. 
they've lost two finals. Exactly. So in my head, I'm like, it's the time to charm because this is their third one and they bring long overdue, man. Dude, just imagine GYV versus Imperium. Oh my goodness me. The the That's banger. NXT's best tag team match of the year. The banger. Oh, bro. This is why they have to. I love MSK. Don't get me wrong. I think they're great. Brooks and Jensen, eh. They're okay. Um, the, you know, the, the Creed brothers. Yeah, they're eliminated. The Creed brothers, I think they're through as well. But GYV need to win this. They need to. We have to see GYV versus Imperium. Because if you think about it, in the last two, they've been beaten by makeshift tag teams. Yeah, they lost to Riddle and Pete Except Dunne. For MSK. Yeah. Except for MSK, yeah. They lost to Riddle and MSK. Sorry, Riddle and Pete Dunne in 2020, I believe. And now... Yeah. And then they lost to MSK last year. So it's like, no, these guys have to be tag team. They have to be Dusty, Dusty Cup winners. They're, they're literally the second best tag team in WWE. Work, like, when it comes to, like, working... Like, in-ring. I'm talking in-ring right now. The best tag... The second best tag team in the WWE. Right behind Imperium. Yeah, therefore... Wait, so where the Usos then? I would put Usos in third place. Because Usos have dropped off a little bit. Usos Usos are a great tag team. But, like, if you look at the matches on the main roster... And, like, especially the tag matches on the main roster and on NXT... I'm having fun watching NXT a little bit more. Just a little bit more. I do hear you because there's nothing new on the main roster that you exactly. can watch in terms of that team. It's like we saw we saw uh, the New Day versus the Usos at day one. But it's like how many times have we seen that match? It was great. Don't get me wrong. Both tag teams killed it. But we've seen it before. Yeah, luckily for us, we are getting something new because I don't think the Usos have faced the Viking Raiders before. No, they have not. We'll we'll move on. We'll 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 get there. We'll get to SmackDown. Um, but let's just cap off NXT. Uh, Gunther, you know what? I uh, who's that? Who's that? Yeah, who is he? I don't know. I, I don't know who that is, man. I, is he is he like no is idea. he is it is he Valter's? Cousin, twin brother. Is he, is he a new wrestler? Is he a new wrestler? I think he's new. I think he's new, man. I, I've never seen this guy before. Yeah, I've never seen. He him looks a lot. Before. He looks a lot like Volta. You know what I mean? I he mean, does. He does. He does. I'm not gonna lie. He does. He looks same a lot size, like Volta. Yeah, Imperium man. Too, so that's impressive. Yeah, he's in Imperium. You never notice. You know. You notice that uh, Gunter and Volta are never in the same room. It's kind of weird. Never, man. I've never, never seen them. Hey. I've never seen them in the same room, dude. Like, yo, just imagine. Something's going on. There's something's going something's on. Something's going on. Uh, oh wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is it? Could it be that Gunther is Volta? It has to be. It has to be. That's it has the to only be. Logic that it has to be. Right now, man. It ha- but but I why? Mean, but why though? Why would you change his name? Why would you call him Gunther? This man has been wrestling with the type with the name Walter all through every single wrestling independent scene. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you want to change it. 
Like, I can't chant Gunther. I cannot chant Gunther. I'm used to chanting Walter. I can't chant Gunther, man. I'll probably get used to it, but now. Nah. And, and... I'm, I'm not gonna get used to it anytime soon. The thing I hate about this is... It's in, they they have him they have Gunther in small caps. His name, yep. the uh, G, yeah, yeah, yeah. you got a capital G, right? Or uppercase G for for Americans who might be listening to this. You have uppercase G, but then you got you got the rest of his name in lower caps. His name is Valta. Is it in small caps? I think it's because in, in his promo that he shot, didn't he say? All letters are in caps. Okay, maybe. Yeah, maybe all letters are in caps. But like... Yeah, let's let's just let's just move on to SmackDown. 
Uh, if you want to find out, because <laughs> she took over Twitter. We're not saying she can't sing. We're not saying she can't sing. Okay. That's We're not saying she can't say, sing. But, it's just that. But anyone, anyone with eyes can understand why she was there. Let's just, let's just say that. Yes. Let's just put it out there. Let's move on can to SmackDown. On? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Friday Night SmackDown. Man. Uh... A very, very good show. As Pops from regular show would say. Started uh, fiery. Started really fiery. Yeah. Um, I mean, Seth Rollins. Charlotte came. Then when Charlotte came. Charlotte, so, so Charlotte, I, I don't understand Charlotte's fashion choices these days, man. <laughs> Charlotte's fashion choices are just weird. Uh, you can say the same thing about. You can say the same about Seth Rollins. I mean, it doesn't get weirder than Seth. Seth Rollins is just like I don't even. Shut! Oh my God, Charlotte Flair! Oh my God. Um, uh, I mean, she's definitely grabbing the headlines, but her fashion choices, man. What is what is that thing that she's wearing? Maybe females listen to this episode will know, but yeah. I have no idea what that is. Like, there any, this is what champions wear, you know? Any, any, any woman listening to this podcast episode, please let us know what on earth Charlotte Flair is wearing. I'm literally trying to Google it. I'm trying to get a picture of what exactly it is. Uh, Let's just say it is very out there. It's out there. I mean... Let's let's not even go there. She's got her hair tied up, and I don't know what it is. I know I know it's used for ice skating, if I'm correct. Uh, I'll try to get the name, but I don't know what it's called. But all I know is that it just it does not look like something you should wear to a live event. This is just it's just I don't know what I don't know what to call it. Let's just. Let's move on to the to, to better part of well to the better part of this segment. Guess who's back? Uh, then are you gonna say Shayna or Sasha? Hmm. I mean, Shayna came back, right? She's standing in the ring, looking badass as usual, menacing. But then, as and then, like Charlotte Flair, she's she's literally she's just going off on all these women. She's like, you will never. Challenge me for this title. You don't deserve to be in the same ring as me. None of you are on my level. And then Sasha Banks' music hit. That's after the other woman came after Aaliyah. Yeah, Aaliyah came out. Aaliyah, yeah, Aaliyah's got that. Stone Cold has that 316. Exactly. Aaliyah's got the 317 shirt on, and she walks to the ring. And then Natalia walked to the ring. And basically, Charlotte Flair, as I was saying, Charlotte Flair is just insulting every woman in the ring with her. She's like, you're not on my level. You don't deserve to be in the same ring as me. And then Sasha Banks' music hit. And when the, and when her music hit, I was like, so excited. So like, yes, Sasha's back. Awesome. 
great. And then you know what hit me? What hit you? They brought Sasha back a week before the Royal Rumble match. When they could have joined the Rumble. When they could have brought her out during the Rumble match. What is going on? What's the reason behind that? I have no idea. There has to be a bigger surprise happening at the Rumble then. There has to be. Is she challenging at the Rumble? Is she challenging uh, Sasha, uh, Charlotte Flair at the Royal Rumble? Is that what it is? No, no, because remember, she's also in the Rumble. Okay, she's, she's in the Rumble. She's in the Rumble. Yeah. And the Rumble, so the Rumble is actually saying, tonight. So, I don't know, man. I'm saying that she... If she came, like, legit 24 hours before the Rumble came, right? There has to be something bigger happening. A bigger comeback that we don't know of. Or maybe that the likes of the wrestling, like, Dave Meltzer do know that we don't know. So yeah, I mean... I, mean, I have a feeling there's, something big happening. It's right not Ronda Rousey. Like, it's not Ronda Rousey. So our only guesses, our only guesses would be Asuka. Who, who? Oh, I don't know who else. I mean, is there a woman that we're missing? Lacey Evans? Could be, could be Bailey. Bailey. Oh, man. Bailey. I think ba- Bailey... I, I have a gut feeling she's she's returning tonight at the Rumble. I have yeah, this. I have what sparked my mind, what sparked me about Bailey was when I saw SmackDown and I saw Bailey sign. And I'm like, hmm, when Bailey comes back. Yeah. She's she's ready. I mean, she's been tweeting a lot. Like, she's been active on Twitter. Yeah, she has. <laughs> she's been really active on Twitter. Like, man. Like she's going off. She she's just she's not holding back. You know who else I've been hearing might come back? Do you wanna guess or should I just say it? Don't tell me. I suck at guessing. Paige. That would be like yeah. Paige I is because I cause I, I again she's also active on Twitter. And people are, are making some very, very wonderful predictions. And because she was trending for like a long time. I think there was a there was a period where she trended for like where she was trending for almost for almost three days. So you was never about, know. Was it about the rumble? It was about the rumble. When they started announcing uh I think it was right after they announced Mickey James would be in the Royal Rumble match. The knockouts champion, impact that's, knockouts champion. That's very crazy. Yeah. That's so very crazy. After what transpired, that's been crazy. Yeah. After the whole garbage bag incident, it's it's good to see that there are no hard feelings, man. Um, which which not you know not everyone is happy about, but I think it's good to see some reconciliation. People have their opinions about that. Yeah. Yeah. Because for me, Mickey should be in the Hall of Fame. It doesn't matter whether like and so like. I know some people may not want to be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, we'll get to Jeff Hardy in a minute. But uh, she should be in the Hall of Fame, right? Uh, Jeff Hardy won't be in the Hall of Fame, or at least not for now. Because apparently um, he rejected an offer to join the Hall of Fame, according to reports. Why? I have no idea. It just says Jeff Hardy was... Asked if he wanted to be in the Hall of Fame, 
and he just said, nah. Um, yeah, WD, here's, here's the report. Like a singles competitor. I think so. There's it, a singles competitor. I think so. It says WWE extends uh, return slash Hall of Fame induction to Jeff Hardy. So uh, one of the reasons, or maybe the main reason Jeff Hardy was released, I think, is because uh, he was told to go to rehab. WWE offered him to go to rehab because he'd been struggling. And he said, no, nah, I'm not going to rehab. And so they're like, okay, bye-bye. And so I think it, it's either, it's either, and I, I'm, not, I'm not saying, I'm, I don't know the whole story, but if I'm Jeff Hardy and I'm being asked to join the Hall of Fame by myself, why would I do it? Why would I join the Hall of Fame by myself? Right, because if he's going into the Hall of Fame, shouldn't Matt go into the Hall of Fame with him? It should be a tag team thing. Exactly. The other reason is, well, I don't want to go to rehab, and if I return and I join the Hall of Fame, you're going to ask me to go to rehab. And I'm not doing that either. Mm, I hear that. Yeah. Well, we've gone off, we've gone off track. By the way, <laughs> we were on SmackDown, no, and, then, and then we just we just drifted yeah. off to the left. Uh, sorry, about, we just drifted off to the left. No, we drifted off to the Rumble, and then after the Rumble, we went off the road. Yeah. How <laughs> bad? Like very bad. About who? Who could show up? Sasha challenging because she came back early. Yeah, I was I was watching. Yeah, I just hope Charlotte doesn't win the Royal Rumble. Please don't make her win the Rumble. Oh, man. We have so many good options. I think either... I think Bailey, Bailey should win it. I was watching uh, a video. I was watching a, a, a Royal Rumble booking video on YouTube. And one, uh, the guy made a prediction that Bailey would come back and win the Rumble. And I'd be like, that would be perfect. That would... Sasha she, hasn't won it either, right? Sasha hasn't won it either. But... Bailey should win the Rumble. Bailey comes so, back at number 30, wins the flipping Rumble. 30, that's a great pick. <laughs> the other prediction that this uh, guy made was Bailey wins the Rumble, gets a match, get uh the, the SmackDown Women's Championship match becomes a triple threat. Bailey, Sasha, and Charlotte for the title. The main event. Maybe not the main event. Brock is going to be... You can't... You can't... You have Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. You can't have... I don't think there's a women's main event this year. Um, nah, the main event would be Lesnar versus Reigns, I think. I think the, the WrestleMania main event has been set in stone for months now. So, I don't I don't see that changing anytime soon. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I don't know what it is yet, but I can agree. Yeah. Unless, unless something really picks up, you know, just like it did a couple of years ago with the man. Like, Becky single-handedly, in my opinion, made the triple threat the main event of Royal Rumble. Yeah, of of WrestleMania, she did. She was on the run of her life. She was on. She was. I mean, that that rise, man. That like the build-up to that WrestleMania main event was was really crazy. Uh, the build-up to Kofi yeah, yeah, yeah. was crazy. Anyway, let's get back on track with SmackDown. Um, we have Sheamus and Ridge Holland versus 
versus uh hold on hold on ricochet and yeah ricochet and zazaro and can i just say this right because i i wrote it down here in my notes the bar is a much better tag team than sheamus and ridge holland just saying i don't i don't care there is no way that ridge holland can replace cesaro no way I just think it's too early to say. I don't care. I don't care. Even if these guys go on and become tag champs, I don't care. Like, well, there's nothing you can do about it. I'm hoping we get to a point where Holland betrays Sheamus and Cesaro is there like, hey, man, listen. Uh, let's be a tag team again. That's all I'm hoping you for at this point. Dream. You can dream. That's all I'm hoping for at this point. If you were the writer, then that's how you would write it down. Yeah. I'm so, just saying it's too early to say whether or not that tag team gonna work. You might grow to like them. Who knows? Highly doubt it. But never say never, right? Remember these words. Highly doubt it. Remember this day. I will. I will remember the day. Um. Anyway, let's move on to another tag match. Shinsuke Nakamura and Freddie Mercury Jr. win. Jacked up Freddie Mercury. Jacked up Freddie Mercury win. Uh, it's good to see Shinsuke back because I I think he had an injury, uh, which is why he wasn't competing, I think, the past few weeks. So it's good to see him back in the ring. Uh, and right, like, this is the best time to recover from an injury. Like, this is literally the best time to recover from an injury. You just... Yeah, WrestleMania is around the corner. Yeah, WrestleMania around the corner. That that's amazing for him. Uh, question is, will he? He should be. He should be defending that Intercontinental title at WrestleMania. Um, who did they face? Like who? Who did they face on on SmackDown this week? They faced Shanky and Jinder Mahal. Yeah, Shanky and Mahal. Um, yeah, I mean, they first had an. A live broadcast of insane, insane with Sami Zayn. Yeah, that insane with Sami Zayn, um, which is now a podcast. Is it a podcast? Because we, yeah, because before that it used to be a stunt show. Remember, he was doing all these stunts on it. Like even last week, he tased himself. Well, he got tased. By he Johnny got tased Knoxville. by Johnny Knoxville, and then now be like, dude. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Now they repackage the whole show. Now it's a podcast. Now it's a podcast or a talk show, and yeah, this match. I mean, what what can I say about this match? It's great. Um, who who do you think should challenge for the Intercontinental Title at WrestleMania? I, I think it's going to be Sami Zayn. Yeah, Zayn versus Mahal at WrestleMania. Give them 15, 20 minutes. Should be a classic. Mahal, you mean you mean Shinsuke? Yeah, Shinsuke and Zayn at WrestleMania. No, because I thought you said Mahal versus Zayn. No, no. Mahal versus Zayn. That's what I thought you said. <laughs> no, 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 no. Shinsuke, like if we we need a challenger for Shinsuke Nakamura's title, it can either be Apollo, it can be Apollo Cruz, it can be 
you never know. You never know. I just, I just don't see any direction for the Intercontinental Championship right now, which is very sad. It's sad because this is the title. I mean, this is the workhorse championship, and it is carried by a workhorse champion. The fact that Shinsuke Nakamura doesn't get to be a workhorse champion is saddening. But you know what? I'm not the definition of not using your talent. Exactly. I'm not gonna complain any further. Let's move on to the to this segment. Um Naomi, it's a match actually, not a segment. Naomi versus Sonia Deville. After weeks of Sonia. Uh, Naomi said after 156 days, to be exact. Yeah, which is still weeks, but it's a lot of weeks. Of just being, just being yeah, of of just being bullied and held down. Naomi finally got her match. She wanted she she wanted Sonya Deville in the ring, and guess what? She beat her. She hit the rear view. She went to the top. She hit a split leg moonsault and pinned Sonya Deville one two three. No DQ finish. No no crappy. Sonya's first match back. Yeah. And she looked really great. She looked really great. Yeah. And she put over Naomi. That that was satisfying. Now they're both in the rumble. Yeah, and they're both in the rumble. And you know exactly what's gonna happen. You know how acrobatic and athletic and capable Naomi is. She's gonna do some Kofi Kingston escape type stuff. And Sonya Deville's That's just gonna aspect of the yeah, and then Sonya's just gonna just 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 gonna ruin it for everyone. I can I can sense it. Imagine she puts herself at thirteen. <laughs> oh, she could. She she she's a, she's an official in the WWE. She could literally just yeah, take the thirtieth spot for herself. She could she could screw Naomi for the first. Yeah, and she yeah she could put Naomi first. She can literally just go, Naomi, since you beat me on SmackDown, you're going first in the Rumble. And guess what? I'm going last. That's proper yeah, heel. So that that would get some proper heat at the Rumble. They would hate her for that. Yeah. It's actually a very can good we just give another sh- Can we give another shout-out to Pat McAfee? I don't know if you see she's... Oh, man. Oh. Oh, man. Pat McAfee. This man, uh, this man is going to be, oh man, I love SmackDown. I love SmackDown SmackDown just a little bit more. Just a little bit more. One week he's reading, one week he's reading like words off a dictionary. The other, the man made Michael Cole, he made Michael Cole smile. He cracked Michael Cole up, bro. He said, remember when Charlotte went barefoot? Yeah. <laughs> I, I I remember that. <laughs> yeah, and he said, Charlotte kicked. I'm not sure who Charlotte kicked in the face. He, he said, I'm not sure if, if this was his exact words, but he said, barefoot to face. Yeah, barefoot to face. And then, um, so, and then Sasha caught, uh, there was the, during that segment, Sasha caught uh, her foot and... She was like, yo, man, this smells. And, and they just and they just kicked her in the face. Yeah. yeah, that was a classic. That was a very good segment. Um, but anyway, Naomi could get screwed at the Rumble. 
which would lead to a very a heated match at WrestleMania. You know what I think could possibly happen? Yeah. Like, Naomi could provide a highlight like she stays out the ring, right? Yeah. But then, because Sonya would be there, she'd be like, you're out. You yeah. can't do that anymore, you're out. Yeah, Sonya would, would, Sonya would do anything. I, I, it's probably that Sonya would do ev- anything and everything to make sure Naomi doesn't succeed sure. in the Rumble. Yeah. And so I wouldn't be surprised to see that happen. Um, it would set up a WrestleMania match, I believe. So, um, maybe I don't know. Hopefully, or a match at Elimination Chamber. I think, I think it would set up a match at Elimination Chamber. Um, or just numerous matches on SmackDown over and over again. Nope. I, I, I don't let's just be optimistic. Um, or maybe a feud off, or maybe a feud off the WrestleMania, but I don't think they'll stretch it that far. Um, no, they won't. Let's let's move on to the main event of the show, or what, for my main event. Was it the main event of the show? I don't think so. The 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 Roman Reigns Seth Rollins segment. Of yeah, the, show. the Roman Reigns Seth Rollins segment. Oh man. Um. It got personal. It got personal, but it didn't make sense. You know what I mean? Because Roman's saying, okay, Seth said, you know, you can't beat me when it counts, and Roman Reigns is like. So, so the segment starts off, right? Seth Rollins is, is you know, saying, yeah, you've achieved all of this stuff. You've done great. But at the end of the day, you've still never beaten me for a title. You've never beaten me. You just can't get it done against me when it matters most. And Roman Reigns is like, you know what? I hate you, man. I hate you. I will never forgive you for... for, for. Like, like Seth is listing off all these things these horrible things that he's done to Roman and Roman is like, I'll never forgive you. That did not make any sense. I, I know why you're saying that because even after they broke up, the shield did come back for a bit. The shield reunited like five times. Okay. Not five, but like three times. Mm-hmm. And so when Roman says, so for Roman says, I will never forgive you for what you did. I mean, didn't you, you you forgave him three times? I think someone even pointed this out on Twitter. Like, that did not make any sense. And then, um, yeah, and then uh, the, the segment finishes off. Reigns leaves the ring. He walks past Rollins. He turns. He goes for a Superman punch while Seth's back is turned. Seth ducks and slides out of the ring. He's in Roman's head. He's in Roman's head. The tribal chief looks worried. The tribal chief looks worried, y'all. He looks very worried. If you watch SmackDown in that last segment, you will see that the tribal chief feels a little bit worried. Not so self-assured and self-confident as he usually is. He understands that Seth... And he's alone. And he's alone. Paul Heyman has ditched him. He now realizes this is the most in danger his title run has been. Since the match, yeah, pretty much. I mean, the match with Lesnar, the match with Le- with Lesnar was com- was complicated, but like this is the most in danger his his title has been. Did you see, like Seth really went personal in this in this segment. He's like, oh, you're a joke. a joke. Yeah, he's like, you're a joke. Uh, your cousins are a joke. Your bloodline's a joke. Your your father's a joke. Your whole family's a joke. And Roman just Roman just snapped. Like breaking point right now. 
pushed him, bro. <laughs> and Ronnie, he's just pushing his buttons. Exactly. And then you just see Roman lose it and start pushing him. Then Seth is like, oh, Seth is calm, bro. Seth is Seth calm. calm. He's laughing. He knows he's mentally got Roman Reigns. He's in his head. Um, this would be a, this would be a really this would be. I know I've said this a lot, but like this should be an amazing match, especially if it's in the main event. No about it. I think yeah, I think Roman versus Seth will be in the main event. I don't know yet, but I would it's assume. Hard to tell which one is in the main event. I would assume. This is going in the main event. So hopefully we Roman see. Reigns title title reign. Apparently there's only you know Roman Reigns title reign, right? Yeah. Uh there's only on his entrance, it was made known to us by Cole, Michael Cole, that in the history of WWE there's only four people above him that yeah, only four title. title yeah, and I think that would be Ilya Dragon. No, that would be Volta, Pedro Morales. If I'm not sure. They didn't mention. They didn't mention. They didn't mention Walter, bro. They didn't mention Walter. Wait, wait, wait. Which How? was surprised. They mentioned Hulk. They, they mentioned Hogan. They mentioned Hulk Hogan. Yes. They mentioned. Was it Bruno San Martino? Yeah, Bruno has a longer. Bruno has the longest title reign of all time. Hulk Hogan has a long title reign. One of his, yeah. one of his long, he's got a long title reign yeah. somewhere there. Who yeah, else? And I can't, for the life of me, remember the other two, but it wasn't Walter. Bob Backlund. So we have, no, we have. Top five. Name me the top five. Yeah. So the top five at number five would be at number five is Pedro Morales. Number four. So number five would be Roman Reigns, right? Because he's yeah. Number five would be Roman Reigns. Number four would be Pedro Morales. Number three would be uh, Hulk Hogan. Number two, Bob Backlund. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wait, 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 wait! Hold on, hold on, hold on. This is total number of reigns. This is this is days across total number of reigns. We're looking at single longest reigns. Yeah. So, I mean, hold on. Let's just make sure we get our facts straight. Exactly. We're all about, we, we like to be accurate here. Yeah. Man, I only remember two names that they mentioned. But so so Roman is is fourth on that is fifth on that list because there's only four above him. I know Hogan's there. Yeah, but none of them is Walter. I know Hogan and Bruno San Martino. Yeah, Bruno's there. Hogan's there. So who are the other two? But I can't remember the other two. Uh, I'd have to go back and watch it to remember. Uh, Left me, I can't remember the other two. Not, I do know that it wasn't Walter. No, it wasn't Walter. Um, Walter wasn't mentioned. But anyway, uh, if you know, like, just let us know. If you're listening to this, just let us know what the order is. I really cannot figure out who. 
I, I cannot figure out who's who's held that belt for that long. Maybe Triple H. I'm not sure, but I know no, tri- Triple H was not the name. Um, we'll have to we'll have to go and research that. But anyway, um, Roman Reigns' um, title reign is in massive jeopardy. Um, you know what? You know what's an idea I I heard. I heard maybe that Seth Roll, maybe that Brock yeah, might interfere and cost Reigns the title. So, in your opinion, do yeah, you think that might happen. I think that might happen. So yeah, I mean, Seth Rollins. Uh, sorry, why do I keep saying Seth Rollins? Brock Lesnar might cost Roman Reigns the Universal Title. Seth wins the title, and then you have Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Again. Again. I don't want it again. You don't again. want it again? Maybe because I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you've seen you've seen Seth Rollins WWE Twenty Four, right? Yeah, no, I think. No, 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 not even his, his Stone Cold session with. Yes. Stone Cold. Yes, his uh his his interview on he's the Broken Skull. Yeah, he's never had like that WrestleMania moment, that main event. He's never he's had he's had a few WrestleMania moments. He's just never had a main event. And so this is yeah, what this the is main event. Yeah. So this could really so that's be mad interesting. This could really be it if he if he can if he can win and and headline Mania. Um for the first time in his career because he has interjected like obviously this is the best thing to ever happen in WWE when he cashed in. Yeah, he's been he's te- technically statistically he's been in the main event, but I think it means a lot it means a lot when you get on when you get announced when the WrestleMania poster goes up and it says you are in the main event it says main event WrestleMania and your name is there. It means a lot more. Yeah. Because and the closest he's been like unfortunately for him, he was in the main event when he's Oh, and his wife start blowing up. So that, yeah, that, yeah, that really didn't work out because, like, you couldn't deny Becky. It was Becky's time. It was it was the ladies' time. So yeah, so who knows? Like, you really think he can be Roman? Mm, I don't know, man. I really don't know. Because remember, Roman's operating on. Yes, yeah, he's on guard mode, quote, quote unquote. So we're gonna have to see what happens. We really, we really don't know where WWE is going with this, or we know where they're going. We just don't know how they're gonna get there. So um, this is why you gotta watch the the Rumble pay per view, right? Sorry, sorry, premium live event. I'll, I'll get used to yeah, saying it. Yeah. I'll get used to saying it. So anyway, um, let's move on to AEW. A change of scenery, a change of, of topic. Uh, we have AEW Dynamite Beach Break Edition. And, I mean, what can you say about this this this, this show? How about AEW? Yeah, we had Orange Cassidy versus Adam Cole. 
They've been at it. They've been at it for a couple of weeks. Yeah, and they had a really good match with a really shocking finish. Um, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the finish to this match. That, that shock. Shocking to that man. Like, I don't know what their wrestler is. Like, it's the first time I noticed him. Danhausen. Like, he, looks, he looks good. Yeah. Yeah, he looks, looks uh, mad interesting. Danhausen is he's great, man. Uh he's yeah, he, he was in Ring of Honor before before. He was he spent a lot of time in Ring of Honor. Um he's been really good. Uh like his character is really interesting. I didn't know him. I think what I type of- I think I I, I, saw, I first saw Danhausen in twenty twenty, if I remember correctly. Um and so wait, did you wait, wait before you continue? Yeah. Did you press did you stop the recording for cause we're moving on to AW now? I'll cut it up, it's fine, don't worry. Okay, okay, sorry, yeah. Let's continue. So I first saw Danhausen in if I remember correctly, some on some indie show. And then I saw a vi- the video of him. He, he, he had an interview with Conan O'Brien. He was on the Conan O'Brien show. And, and he basically was talking about his character and who he is. And, and, then, I, and then I researched yeah. him a little bit more. And then I found that he, worked, that, he, that he wrestled in Ring of Honor for a period of time. And then he's just based, been everywhere. Based on what you heard on that show, what's his character about? Because if you can't tell me that, I'm going to have to go look myself because I need to know. His, he's very nice, very evil. That's he. So one of the things he does is he takes people's teeth. And during matches, he have he has a bag of people's teeth. And he shoves, he will take this, he will take these, te- these teeth and put them in your mouth. That's, that's one of his moves, if I can call yeah, it a move. Not- which is completely disgusting. Like, I'm that's not a, not, like, that's, not weird at all. <laughs> that's just disgusting. Like, doc, like <laughs> dentists around the world. Like you said, he's very nice, very evil. Very nice, very evil. He's a weird Joker-esque spooky, but nice, but, you know, spooky, but funny character. Um, Yeah, I, he, I, yeah, I really... <laughs> It was funny when I saw him when he came out. What was that pose he did to Adam Cole? I have no idea. I have no idea. It looks like he was playing. It 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 looks like someone playing the the violin or something. And the face mask that's part of his yeah he's ring attire. Yeah, he's Danhausen, and he says and he says Hausen behind every single word. That's just what. for example, we are doing a podcast housing, and I'm sitting in the car housing, and I, I'm at my parents' place housing. He says oh, housing okay. behind. You should watch. You should watch his interview with Rene Paquette. He was on Rene Paquette's podcast. Um, okay, just like just text me the link, then I'll, I'll text you. Check it out. Yeah, I'll text you the. I'll text you a lot of information about this guy. He's weird. Uh, I don't know that much about him either, but he sounds pretty interesting, pretty funny. And yeah, I mean, we need that in pro wrestling. Now he's very evil and he's very elite. Yeah, pretty much. And so, oh, yeah, so you were talking about the match itself between Orange Cassidy the, and yeah, Uncle Baby. The finish to this match, right? This was not this was not the best match, right? It was a decent match. 
Um, the finish to this match. So Cole goes up to the top of the stage platform and Orange Cassidy's behind him and Cassidy drops him through the through the floor, through the stage floor, pins him, one, two, three. Orange Cassidy wins, which I thought was just, it blew my mind as why would you give Adam Cole's first loss, to first singles loss to Orange Cassidy? I saw it on on Twitter, more specifically on socials, that people are happy that Adam Cole's record, he finally like suffered his first loss. I wasn't happy. happy Twitter wasn't happy. It's like, why? To Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy, come on. Like, I like OC, don't get me wrong, but come on. Like, man. I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, let's move on to this next match. I don't know how else to segue into this. We have the uh, Inner Circle beating uh, Garcia and 2.0. I don't think those guys are over yet. They're not. Garcia by himself is pretty good. People know how good Garcia is. And but like alone, yeah, he is. They're talented, like they're good heels. They're getting quite a bit of heat. But the 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 real meat of this matter is Jericho, the 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 sort of, uh, how do I the the, the turmoil going on in the inner circle. So Santana and Ortiz spend the entire match just tagging each other. No one tags Jericho, right? But Jericho ends up helping them win. Uh, he hits a Judas effect while he's outside. He's standing on the apron. He drops down to the to the floor, and he helps them win. He hits a Judas effect. Uh, Pride and Powerful hit their finisher. They win, but they don't in, like Jericho. Just leaves without them. Oh, I think Eddie Kingston has a has a part in that. Yeah. So here's the thing, and I think I mentioned this in a, in a, one of our previous episodes. Kingston and Proud and Powerful have a history from TNA. So he's probably the one saying, you know, ditch this guy. You guys should be... Like, if you think about it, Santana and Ortiz should be in the main event tag team division. They should be challenging for those titles. I thought they would be the next champions, if I'm quite honest. It was either it was either them or FTR. Maybe they're... You know what I mean? I still believe there's a long way to go in this tag team division. For yeah. Yeah, there's still. I think we're only scratching the surface. Pretty much. Like that, that steel cage match. I, I, I'm gonna keep on referring to this match for as long as I live. Uh, the steel cage match between the Lucha Bros and the Jackson Brothers, Young Bucks. Oh. I think that is like kickstarted the tag team division in AW. I think that match just switched on everyone in the AW, if not the entire wrestling community. World, you know, like yo. Yeah, AW, AW has had the best tag team division in wrestling for at least for the past two years now. And we're seeing a lot of great matches, a lot of really great matches. Um, and so, yeah, Santana and Ortiz should really be a fixture. They should really be in the main event now. I think they've challenged for the belts before and came up short, but they should really be. I think they should be the next champions. 
made them or FTR? Could go either way. Could go either way. Anyway, we had Wardlow powerbombing poor John Silver. You feel sorry for John Silver? Not really. Yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> I'll uh, be real with you, I don't. I don't. But Wardlow had another part to play. Um, because MJF and CM Punk gave us another great segment. Did you, did I you really catch? I'm tired of seeing the segment. They gave us another good segment. So basically, uh, Punk is in the ring, right? And MJF is is on the stage. And basically, MJF is pointing out that uh, CM Punk left in Cleveland. You know, he was in Cleveland the night that he walked out on all of you. And you guys chant him and you cheer him. But he's going to let you down again. And he's going to disappoint you. And just when he has... Just when he has all your attention and all your love, he's going to walk out on you like he did eight years ago. And he really cuts this really great promo. And then Punk Punk responds, you know, in a babyface manner. And this is just a really great segment. And then um, Sean Spears and FTR, they walk out and they attack Punk. And, and uh, Maxwell and, and MJF comes to the ring and he... He lay they basically they lay punk they lay punk out. And MJF um he does he does this thing where he basically he sits on punk, he crosses his legs, he sits over punk's body, and in a way that now the way the, the way that he sat on punk is the same way that Kenta sit, you used to sit. So you remember I told you about Kenta? Yeah. Kenta has beef. I, I told you about the beef that Kent, not beef, but like there's the yeah, there's beef between Kenta and Punk because Kenta made the GTS famous and then Punk started using it. So the way that MJF sat across Punk, that's the way that CM that's the way that Kenta sits. When he beats up his opponents, he sits on top of them like that, he crosses his legs. And so that's a kind of like a little callback to to the way that Kenta used to sit. Kenta sits on on his opponents like that. So um, not many people understood that. But let me just clarify it for those of you out there who may not have who may not have understood what that that reference was to. So yeah. So both of these wrestlers have like like CM Punk has Kenta's move in his arsenal. Yeah. GTS. Yeah, the GTS and invented by M Kenta. And, and now MJF sat on Punk. Yeah, and now MJF is 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 using Kenta's little mocking pose or mocking the way I don't know mocking gesture, sitting on Punk. But finally, was there a reason he did that? Just to send a message, I think. But finally, we're getting this match. We are getting this match on Dynamite. CM Punk, MJF, in Chicago, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my day is going to go bonkers. In Chicago. This is going to be, this is going to steal the show. In front of Punk's home crowd. Man, imagine, imagine 
oh, I can, dude, imagine if, if, if MJF wins. Oh, the heat. If, MJ, if the MJF heat. does win, like, he's going to have to be in an under, underhanded manner, like, super underhanded. Bro, if, like, the worst way you could think of beating someone in their own hometown is going to have to be that kind of win. This is gonna be. If that does happen, he should just never come back to Chicago, man. This is like he should never go back to Chicago. This is gonna be. This is gonna be Shawn Michaels in Montreal levels of heat. Remember what Shawn Michaels did to Brett. Remember what Michaels did to Brett in Montreal. If if MJF beats CM Punk in Chicago, this is gonna be Michaels. In Montreal level heat, bro. This is gonna, bro. I that I now I really want MJF to be Punk. Now that's all I can think about. I yeah, really, really want. I re, I don't care. I want it, bro. I just want the rea- I just want the reaction. Imagine the humiliation for Punk, and the absolute chaos, the booze that, bro. This would be genius. If if Punk loses to MJF, this would be genius. I do agree with you, though. <laughs> we'll Have just, a sick mic, man. <laughs> we'll just see what happens. We'll, we'll just have to see what happens. But I'm a really big fan. I'm a really big fan of this happening. I am a mad... Like, I... I really want to see this happen. I really do. Thing is, I can't see that happening. I can't see it happening. I mean, why not? I can definitely see why it not? happening. Let's move on. Let's move on to to another. Let's move on to another part of this this amazing amazing show. We had. Oh, let me just get it here. We had. Sammy Guevara versus Cody Rhodes for the undisputed TNT Championship. Ladder match. And again, very, very awesome match. From an entertainment standpoint, this was fantastic. Loved it. Like, sorry, Sammy Guevara put his body on the line. Both these guys put their bodies on the line. Like, this was absolutely amazing. There are three moments in this match that I think have have been living in wrestling fans' minds since. So, uh, the first one is uh, Cody hits the suplex from, like, maybe the third or fourth rung of the ladder. He hits this massive suplex and... A superplex. Superplex. For, yeah, pretty much a superplex. Because he, he hit it from higher than the top rope. So it's a superplex, essentially. And megaplex. megaplex. And man. Then Sammy somehow survives that and then he he hits this cutter. So here's the uh, thing. This spot like blows. this spot I I, I looked bro. I I was fearing That's for Sammy here. Dropped. My jaw dropped as well, and I was fearing for Sammy. Because this is so easy. This was so easy to get room. For those of you that didn't see it, Cody is climbing a ladder, right? The ladder. There are two ladders in the ring. One is set in the middle of the ring, which which Cody Rhodes is on. 
The other is in the corner, which Guevara is slowly climbing, right? So Sammy Guevara is on the top and rope. Remember, and remember, this ladder is compromised. Remember, it's yeah. compromised. Excalibur mentions that this ladder is compromised. Like, it's not, it's not a, in the best condition. So Guevara is climbing on a ladder, which is, which is pretty much leaning against, which is pretty much near the top rope. And so from the top rope, he leaps onto the ladder and hits Cody with a cutter. Now, Cody is on top, no, not, not on top, but pretty much nearing the top of his ladder. Man, this is one of the, I can't, like, I'm getting confused and all jumbled up trying to explain this. This is just one of those moments you have to go and watch. It's not very difficult to find. Just Google AEW. You should see it in the highlights package. This was nuts. Uh, but if that got hit on me, <laughs> Cody sells this cutter. By the way, Cody sells this cutter so well. He sells it, hits the ground, he flops. This was beautiful. The execute, the timing, the execution, the height, perfect. I, bro, I popped hard for this. This was. You're not alone. I popped too. This was nuts. This was absolutely nuts. I loved it. Um, I rewatched it like I rewatched it like over ten times. Same here. And the feeling was the same every single time. You know like, how I knew. You know how I knew this was crazy. I put the clip on WhatsApp, and even like I have friends who are n not friends, but like people, like family members and and other people that I know who aren't wrestling fans. They they lost their minds. Like you know, you did a good job. With a move when a wrestling when a, when a non wrestling fan can go yeah that was pretty cool, like bro I yeah. that was awesome, um yeah incredible match, and then the last spot in this match the last massive spot, uh Sammy Guevara so basically there's a there's a ladder bridged between the apron and the barricade, and Guevara cl starts climbing up on another ladder. Cody is perched. Cody's literally on this ladder bridge. And uh, if you've seen the Jeff Hardy dive, Jeff Hardy does this dive where he puts his opponent on a ladder. He climbs onto another ladder, reaches the top, and basically just does a swanton, lands on his opponent. That's exactly what Sammy Guevara did. And this ladder doesn't break, right? He, he, he does the swanton bomb. He, he lands on Cody. The ladder doesn't break. Cody's just stuck there. This was just massive. A pain in a pain to take. Yeah, it's always sad when the ladder doesn't break though. It's it's sad when the ladder doesn't break. And it used to be sad because, you know, we didn't get that massive crash. But now it's sad because yeah. it actually hurts more. Like if you think about it, it hurts more when the ladder doesn't break because it's you're screwed, you're squished. Essentially, between the ladder and your opponent. Yep. And so this was nuts. Uh, this was a fantastic title match. Sammy Guevara. Well, I just like to say, the, I just like to say shout out for Cody to Cody for putting Guevara on. You know. Yeah, for putting him like over. He's done in the past with a couple of wrestlers as yeah. well. Yeah, shout out to Cody, man. Wrestling. Uh, he's not wrestling under a contract, apparently. Uh, he's not under contract with AEW, and so for him to so he's putting uh, he put Sammy Guevara over in an amazing match. This was great. Uh, 
a very good way to kick off the show. Uh, it's my main event, but it, it kicked off the show, but it was my main event. Um, yeah, hell of a match. Hell of an episode of Dynamite. I, that was This was really good. Um, I think we should move on to our last show for, for this week. And let's do it. Yeah, cool. And so we have arrived the final show of this week. This crazy week we have AEW Rampage also also beach break edition uh very like there were, there were very very good matches on this the show John Moxley wrestling his third match his, his his second match after coming back um beats uh Anthony Bowens in a really good match like really good Anthony Bowens is great uh John Moxley is also great um but that's not the talking point, is it? What's the talking point laid on me? Brian Danielson is watching. So Moxley wins, right? And they show backstage. Danielson is, is busy watching. He's watching this match. He's observing. And he, like, you know when, you know that, that smirk? When you know some some crap is about to happen, you know when someone is about to cause some chaos. That's that that smile, that devious yeah. smile they have when they know yeah. they're about to stir. When they know they're about to stir some some massive shit. That's exactly what Brian Daniel. That's the look on Brian Danielson's face. He wants this. He's gonna have this 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 evil. He has this evil plan up his sleeve. We're definitely getting Marx versus Danielson somewhere down the line. And I'm all for it, man. This is awesome. This is going to be great. Have they faced each other in WWE? Have they faced each other in WWE? Yeah, I think there's a match in the WWE that they had, but uh, I don't remember. Like it was pretty. It was pretty. It was pretty. Uh, it was pretty average. I think they had a match in WWE. I don't actually remember. It wasn't that memorable, but. This match in AEW is going to be... I feel like it's going to be great. Um, let, let's move on to, to the House of Black segment. So Malachi Black and Brody King cut a, a promo. Or like a, Yeah, it was a promo. And man, we, we, we're going into some pretty dark, sinister type stuff. With the, with, obviously, Malachi has always had a dark gimmick, but this is getting really dark. How dark are we talking about here? I mean, it it from when I watch this pro when I watch the segment, it looks as though they've kidnapped uh, Pack. I don't know what it is. It, it I just feel like they kidnapped Park, and I don't know. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I really don't. I really don't get what's going on here. But it sounds really scary and really interesting. So, uh, we we should we should really see what what's going what's going to happen down the line. This is one of the stuff that you need to pay close attention to. Yeah. The detail in storytelling here is really going to be... I think there's a lot of detail in the story that we're not really fully aware of. And so that's that's going to be a massive, massive sort of blow, blowing off of the story between Park and the House of Black. Um, yeah. Can't, can't wait to see what happens. Um, 
hopefully at Revolution, because I believe the next big AEW show is Revolution, which uh, I saw the date uh, is actually on the 6th of March. So, that's a little bit uh, far away. That's, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's only Jan, so. Yeah, it's, it's a month and a week away, so we've got plenty of time to build to that. Um, but anyway, let's move on to the main event of this show, this Rampage show. We have the TBS championship match between Jade Cargill and Anna Jay. And, I mean, this was a pretty standard, uh, pretty standard match. Anna Jay looked really... This was her first defense, right? Second defense. She defended against... No, no, no. Yeah, this was her... Sorry, sorry. I'm getting confused now. This was... This was a she. Def, she defended her. Her first defense was against Anna J. Her sec. This 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 week she defended the title against Julia Hart. Okay. Cool. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I'm getting confused here. This that's what happens when you watch a lot of wrestling from week to week to week. You just get all these moments and shows confused. She defends. So this week she defended the title against Julia Hart. And she won as, like, I mean, nobody thought Julia Hart would, would win the title. So, and, and she didn't. Uh, Jade Cargill is now 26-0. and 0. This, this run is going. This run's going, It doesn't look like it's going to end anytime soon. No, it does not. And honestly, I'm I'm actually glad. Like, Jade Cargill, she... She's, she we knew she was going to win a title at some point. We knew she was going to be a star at some point. And I think the person that's going to beat her really, really needs to step up their game. Like, if, whether it's Thunder Rosa or Jamie Hayter or Ruby Soho, at this point, she really needs to... Whoever's going to beat Jade Cargo for that title, because you would assume she's going to lose it at some point so she can move on to the AEW women's title. So... Mm-hmm. That's going to be crazy to watch. But at the moment, you can't tell who it's going to be. Exactly. So anyway... Yeah, the match, how did the match go? Uh, it, it was decent. I mean, okay, I mean, Julia Hart is not the best, but, you know, Jade, Jade showed off her power. She did a couple of cool stuff. Run-of-the-mill, title defense, you know... So, yeah, I, I can't really describe it in any other way. Wait, I thought we were going to round up the best matches of the week. New segment. Oh, yeah. Oh, out. yeah. Wait, I actually, I actually have a... Going to... I actually have a top five. We are going to... To rank okay. our matches. I actually... So, here's my top five. So, number five, we have AJ Styles versus... Austin Theory on Raw. Okay. Number four. Okay. Yeah. Number four. Um, okay. Five and four, you can really just swap around. Let's just swap five and four. So at, at, at five, we have... Um, we have Tony D'Angelo versus Cameron Grimes from NXT this week. At four, we have AJ Styles versus Austin Theory. At three, we had John Moxley versus. Uh, sorry, no, no, hold on, hold on. 
Yeah, John Mark. Oh, you're not sure anymore. I'm not sure anymore. Okay, John Moxley versus Anthony Bo- and No, no, no. John Moxley versus Anthony Bowens okay. was okay, good. How about you just list them and then we'll, we'll put them in order if you're struggling. Okay, so the matches I have here AJ Styles versus Austin Theory, um, Adam Cole versus Orange Cassidy, which was great, but not the best. Um, and then Cody versus Sammy Guevara. Like, this is the match of the week. Let's just be honest. Cody versus Sammy Guevara is the match of the week. I don't care what anyone else says. Right. That's the thing. It's it was hard for me to put to to make a list because I already knew my number one. You know what I mean? Okay, if that's a number one, then what's a number two? Number two would have to be because I so this was not this this match was not on AEW. It was also not on it was it wasn't on WWE, it wasn't on AEW. Um it was it was in, in Pro Wrestling Noah, it was Goshi Ozaki versus Takashi Sugira. The match where, you remember I sent you a video of the chop? Yeah, oh, that was that match. It was that match. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that that's my... Ladies and gentlemen, oh, this chop, this chop was loud. If you felt chills down your spine, that was probably the chop. Bro, this chop was earth-shattering. Like, if you just... Oh, man. This... Oh. Goshiozaki. I don't think I don't think Walter has hit the chop like that before. Like we know Walter can chop. Like no one wants to chop it up with Walter. But this chop, ladies and gentlemen. It was mad. Oh my goodness. This I, I felt my spine tingling. Arm. It felt like my cave would have been like it would have caved my chest. Exactly. We don't usually discuss Japanese wrestling on this podcast, but you should check out Pro Wrestling Noah. And you should check out New Japan Pro Wrestling. But this chop and was... And you should check out this chop. Oh, my goodness. I'm even tempted to put it at number one, but I won't. I won't. I will keep Sammy Guevara versus Cody at number one for my match of the week. Um, but, yeah. And number two is this one from Wrestling Noah. Yeah, from Pro Wrestling Noah. Number three. And you know what? Let's three. bump up. Let's bump up AJ Styles versus Austin Theory to number three. Screw it. Let's put this at this is match of the week. This is match of the month. 
Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this is match of the month, bro. Man. Was, was, was insane not to be on this list, man. What? Oh, I can't this go match on was, about this match. This match was absolutely fantastic. Check out NXT UK if you haven't. Because especially this week's episode, man, the main event. It's hard to watch Ilya fight when it's brutal, man. It's, it, this was brutal. Jordan Devlin is such an amazing heel, and Ilya is such an amazing babyface. And you knew they were gonna beat the crap out of each other. And they did. This is. I would go as far as to say this is my favorite feud of 2022 so far. So far of Jan. It's still we're still in Jan, but it's like it's like maybe my favorite feud this year. Yeah, I can understand that. This was absolutely nuts. Um and I think so that match is number one. Yeah. So we have number one Ilya versus Devlin, number two, Cody versus Sammy Guevara, number three, uh Shiozaki versus Sugira from Pro Wrestling Noah, number four, uh Styles, Austin versus Styles. Yeah, Austin Theory versus AJ Styles. Number five, um, the NXT match. Tony D'Angelo versus Cameron Grimes. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. There's your top five matches of this week. And I think... That we think. Yeah, that's just our opinion. And also an, an amazing way to end this show. Definitely. Royal Rumble is this this weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight. I hope you're ready. I hope everybody's ready. I hope you're ready. Definitely. I hope you guys are ready. Yeah. Let's let's wrap it up for for today and get ready for this pay-per-view. And gentlemen, that is going to be it for this incredible episode. We really hope that you enjoyed it. And if you did, make sure you stick around as we'll be bringing more and more content in 2022. Uh, if you'd like to follow us on social media, you can do so on Instagram at SAPW Nerds Podcast or on Twitter at PW Podcast underscore SA. As always, let us know what you're expecting from the Royal Rumble. Let us know what you think is going to happen and or anything incredible or crazy that's happened in this past week and a half of professional wrestling. Something that maybe we forgot to mention. Anything, you know, let's talk wrestling. DM us on Instagram, tweet at us and let's have a conversation. Uh, Till next time, stay safe and God bless. gentlemen that is gonna wrap up today's episode and we thank each and every single one of you that listened especially those that stuck around till the end we hope that you enjoyed it and if you did make sure you stick around even more as there'll be more episodes coming as 2022 rolls along if you'd like to follow us on social media you can do so on instagram at sapw nerds podcast or on Twitter at PWPodcast underscore SA. As always, let us know what were some of your favorite moments from the Rumble, or maybe moments that we didn't mention in this episode. Maybe something that you thought was really good that we maybe disagree with. DM us on Instagram, tweet at us, and let's talk about it. Let's have a conversation. 
Till next time, stay safe and God bless. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the SA Pro Wrestling Nerds podcast. My name is KG Animo. If you are listening for the first time, and we really hope that you stick around in this episode as we will be reviewing this past weekend's WWE Royal Rumble premium live event that took place in St. Louis, Missouri. We had uh, a very, very decent crowd turnout to come watch this uh, very, very highly acclaimed pay-per-view event. And so we're going to go through some of these matches. Myself and my co-host Eugene will be recapping uh, everything that went down as well as analyzing and discussing what it is in terms of WWE and their plans going forward into the WrestleMania season. If that sounds good to you, let's get right into it. everybody welcome to this newest edition of the SA Pro Wrestling Podcast if you are listening for the very first time my name is KG Animo and we really hope you stick around for this episode and by we I mean myself and my co-host Eugene who will be recapping another week in professional wrestling particularly in WWE we'll be looking at Raw, NXT and Smackdown as well as Dynamite and Rampage on the AEW side of things, all of which brought us some very interesting developments and story for us to look into and dissect. And so without further ado, let's just jump right into it. Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to wrap up this episode of the podcast. We thank each and every single one of you that listened, especially to those of you that stuck around till the end. We really hope that you enjoyed it. And if you did, make sure you keep an eye out for us as there'll be more content being brought to you as 2022 rolls around. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can do so on Instagram at SAPWNerdsPodcast or on Twitter at PWPodcast underscore SA. As always, let us know what you thought of the shows this week. Maybe some of your favorite moments, maybe something we forgot to mention. And DM us on Instagram, tweet at us, and let's talk about it. Till next time, stay safe and God bless. Hello everybody, welcome to the SA Pro Wrestling Nerds Podcast. My name is KG Animo, if you are listening for the first time, and I really hope that you stick around because in this episode, my co-host Eugene and I We'll be discussing dream matches. We're going to be diving into the fantasy booking pool and basically giving each and every single one of you our list of dream matches that we would like to see in professional wrestling in 2022. If that sounds good to you, then stick around because that's next.
ladies and gentlemen, that is going to wrap up this episode of the podcast. We thank each and every one of you that listened, especially those of you that stuck around till the end. We hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, make sure you stick around even more as the episodes are coming thick and fast as this year rolls along. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can do so on Instagram at SAPW Nerds Podcast or on Twitter at PW Podcast underscore SA. Let us know what you thought about our dream matches. Give us some of your dream matches. Tweet at us. DM us on Instagram. Let's have a conversation. Let's talk about it. Till next time, stay safe and God bless. Welcome back for the first time in two months to the SA Pro Wrestling Nerds podcast. If you do happen to be listening for the first time, my name is KG Animo, and we really hope you stick around for this episode. By we, I mean myself and my co-host Eugene, and we're just going to catch up on what's been going on in professional wrestling since our last episode, uh, which was nearly two months ago. So uh, Eugene and I have both had to take a break to deal with some stuff that we've been going through in our personal lives but we are back and ready to dive headfirst into the latest stories news and updates in terms of the world of pro wrestling if that sounds good to you make sure you stick around gentlemen that is gonna wrap up today's catch-up episode we thank each and every single one of you that listened and especially to those of you that stuck around till the end we hope you enjoyed it if you did make sure you stick around as we will be bringing more episodes in fact in fact we'll be bringing episodes every single day for the next week in this catch-up series as well as more and more throughout 2022 if you'd like to follow us you can do so on instagram at sapw nerds podcast or on twitter at pw podcast underscore essay as always let us know what you thought about the episode what you liked what you didn't like maybe something we forgot to mention dm us on instagram tweet at us and let's talk about it let's have a conversation till next time stay safe and god bless everybody welcome to the sa pro wrestling nerds podcast if you are listening for the very first time my name is kg animo and i'm really excited to have you and i hope you stick around because in this second of our catch-up series of episodes my co-host eugene and i are going to dive deep into some of the other news and stories that we didn't get to in our previous episode and so if you have listened to our previous episode consider this a part two if you haven't check that one out first and then come give this one a listen without further ado let's get into it gentlemen that is going to wrap up today's episode we thank every single one of you that listened especially to those that stuck around till the end we hope you enjoyed it as always and if you did 
stick around even more as more episodes will be brought out in 2022 if you would like to follow us on social media you can do so on instagram at sapw nerds podcast or on twitter at pw podcast underscore sa as always let us know what you thought maybe something you'd like to mention that we forgot to let's talk about wrestling dm us on instagram tweet at us let's have a conversation till next time stay safe and god bless hello everybody welcome to the sa pro wrestling nerds podcast if you do happen to be listening for the first time my name is kg animo and i'm really excited for you to join us and hope you stick around till the end, because in this episode, my co-host Eugene and I are going to dive deep into the rest of the news and stories that have been going on in professional wrestling over the past couple of weeks. And so, if you've listened to the previous two episodes, this is pretty much a part three. And so, if you haven't listened to those two, check those out first, and then proceed on to this one. Um, without further ado, let's get into it. gentlemen that will wrap up today's episode we thank each and every single one of you that listened especially to those of you that stuck around till the end we hope you enjoyed it and if you did uh, make sure you stick around as the episodes do not stop with this one and there's much more to look forward to in 2022 if you'd like to follow us on social media please do so on instagram at sapw nerds podcast or on twitter at pw podcast underscore sa as always, let us know what you thought about the episode, what you liked, what you didn't like. Maybe mention something that we forgot to. DM us on Instagram, tweet at us. Let's talk about it. Let's have a conversation. Till next time, stay safe and God bless.